The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find Welcome to our July 2022 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who is the co-founder and education partner at Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale their organic search traffic. And Tyson has combed through his team's SEO data to help us understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's our monthly sit-down with the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. What's up, Ben? Good to be back on with you. Good to be on with you. Tell everybody where in the world you are right now (laughs) so we can all be jealous. This is is our new favorite game, right? Just every episode that we do this, different locations. Where in the world (laughs) is Tyson San Diego? Wait, no, that doesn't doesn't make any sense. Anyway, give us a tell, brag, Tyson, brag. I'm I'm the modest one here. But uh, yeah, right now I'm in Vail. Yeah, up kind of posted up near the ski resort. Obviously, no snow or anything. But yeah, first time actually in the area. And it is not too bad. Vale, Colorado, in a penthouse, in the Ritz-Carlton of all places, <laughs> wearing a fuzzy robe and slippers. 
and recording oh, the winners the and losers. Tyson, I can already tell you, you're my winner of the month. Yeah, <laughs> well, they are pink and fuzzy, and I'm, I'm, you look fantastic, my friend. <laughs> I'm jealous, so let's move on. Tell me what the hell's going on in the SEO community. It's the middle of the summer. Uh, I know in my household, we've been doing a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of content consumption, if you will. A lot of uh, you know, trying to keep the kids busy and trying to get the iPads away from them. Let's start there. Entertainment, streaming, social, all things that my kids want to do more of that I actively am trying to get them to do less of. What's happening in those <laughs> industries? Excellent. So let, let's start on the, the streaming side. And this month, it was an interesting kind of like observation of how some of the more premier streaming services were responding in search. And what we saw across and sort of call specifics, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Twitch.tv, all of them we saw kind of a horseshoe performance. So it, the week of beginning of the month, so July 10th between then and July 3rd, we saw a pretty substantial drop across most of these domains. So the most pronounced drop would have been Hulu. That saw a 20% decrease in one week. And then just in this last week, we saw them jump back up to slightly higher than where they were before. And so being that we saw this one, and again, it's Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Twitch, this would not be necessarily from like a website changes but more in the evaluation of like what is the relevant content for some of these queries. And most of the queries where we saw this was around like show names in particular series. So there was an adjustment made on Google's part, a recalibration, and so we saw that change up. So for the overall month, there wasn't you know necessarily like a huge growth percentage from any of these brands, but we did see this like drop and then jump right back up. And so, again, most pronounced being Hulu and Disney Plus with almost an 18% swing during this period of time. So is this an algorithmic change? Is this, uh, you know, Google tweaking and testing? It sinks the whole industry. And then they realize that, oops, I didn't mean to do that. So everything bounces back up. We're seeing sort of a, at least a similar curve. It's impacting some brands more than others. What do you think is causing the fluctuation? Yeah, I, absolutely that. Like, I wouldn't... Obviously, this is not a core update because it's very like focused into this one vertical across other industries. I didn't see the same like there were a few that had something similar, but not in the same just consistency and how well it was pronounced. You know, I do think I would say of this group, Netflix has kind of been on slipping a little bit for the last three months. But the ones where we've seen the greatest growth over a larger period of time is going to be Disney Plus and Twitch.tv. So we talked about Twitch.tv with the last core update, huge jump in performance for them there. But both of those domains are at a near all-time high. And so they've been the ones that are gaining the most traction overall outside of just looking at it for July. A couple of things that are sort of top of my mind when we talk about the streaming industry one is my assumption is that there would be fluctuations when the streaming companies launch a hit show, right? Hey, Stranger Things came out. We would think that there'd be more visibility for Netflix when they launched the final episodes of Stranger Things just because of the popularity of the show. Hey, I've been watching The Old Man on Hulu. Have you heard of The Old Man? I have not. <laughs> is, this, is this a story about Jordan? <laughs> 
I'm like four years older than Jordan, so you can't call him the old man. Uh, but I'll leave that one alone. I was going to call you out here. Senior citizen in the podcast and SEO game. Yeah, I got to get my jabs in there. Yeah, I've been watching The Old Man. No, it is not a Jordan Cooney reference. It is uh, John Lithgow and Jeff Bridges. And it's a story about a couple like uh, assassins and the FBI. Anyway, great show and has been relatively popular for Hulu. So I guess that kind of uh, debunks my concept that when there is a hit show on one of these networks, the SEO is actually impacted. They've got so much content that the stuff at the, the top of their list isn't really what pushes the needle. The second observation for me is you threw twitch.tv into this group, you know, and there's the, I don't know how to describe the Netflix, Disney Plus, like professional content creators, the studio shows. And then there's Twitch, which is primarily user-generated content. It's interesting to hear that all of those companies are seeing a relatively similar pattern here. Why do you think Twitch is treated the same way that the studio apps are as opposed to user-generated content? I would have guessed that that would be more like YouTube or like Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, and which actually that could be a great segue into like our next industry. And I completely agree. Like Twitch is in this kind of like in-between category where it's it has obviously primarily video assets. We saw that responded in like a similar pattern as those other streaming. So I just kind of grouped it in there. But from a business standpoint, I would say, yeah, it is closer aligned to like what a social platform is. And for this, I would say to reason why we're seeing it, similar style like assets that Google's consuming, like we talked about before. And I think the variety and weight and value in different asset types, whether it's video, image, or traditional text. But I think that's going to become more and more of a significant factor with an SEO of not viewing or thinking of content just in a written copy state of mind. All right. So we're lumping all of our video content to one group. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to get away from little Albie Shapiro, trying to get the Netflix and the Disney Plus out of his hand. He hasn't quite got onto the social media yet. So talk to me about my future fears for the summer. How am I going to get my kids off social media? What's happening with social? All right. So first one, and this is very similar, I would say, or closest to the Twitch.tv, TikTok. It's also one of Jordan's favorites. TikTok, we saw tremendous growth this month. Like we talked about him with the core update. Is he a TikTokie? I think he is a TikTokie. <laughs> I mean, you've seen his dance moves. <laughs> Have I ever? <laughs> but anyway, so this was one of our absolute winners from the last algorithm update. We saw a huge jump in SEO visibility. So again, 186%. Um, over the last month, we saw that growth continue. So at the beginning of the month, there was their biggest gain, 26%. And I'd say overall for the month, they're up look, like mid-30s from yeah, just July versus June. So their momentum continues to progress forward. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. 
Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So talk to me about why you think that's happening. It seems like there was a, I don't know if it was a conscious effort by Google, but at least an algorithmic shift that has favored social media. Every time we talk about what Google's doing with the algorithm, it's getting rid of spammy content, low quality content, fake content. And since these are massive platforms, it seems like they are rife to have a bunch of crap. Sure, there's entertaining content and and well-formatted structure as well. But you would think that when Google is like calling websites of what they consider to not be worth ranking, the Facebooks and the Twitters of the world would probably be harmed. Why are we seeing the opposite effect? I think it comes down to the valuation of those content assets. So it's like one of the big themes that we saw across this last core update was videos. And so as Google develops understanding of not just written copy, content within video, they're able to then weight that a bit different. And so it's like having more factors that they can tap into to use it as an input into their algorithm. So I think one piece though in... I think this is true. Both you see like the rise in demand of TikTok, but like the two social platforms that we've seen pretty much a few outlier months here and there, but we've seen pretty much continuous growth from both Instagram and TikTok over last year, year and a half. TikTok's been most pronounced and sharpest recently, but Instagram obviously way, way more. And just to put in perspective, Instagram's currently sitting at just under 13 million and TikTok sitting at 1 million from an SEO visibility standpoint. But both of these obviously are not as heavy written copy and heavier on the images and videos. So seeing that be kind of like rewarded or acknowledged more in search, I would say is a common factor. But the rest of the social platforms have not followed the same growth. So does this give us an indication of what type of content Google is prioritizing? Are we going to more rich graphics, social media type, you know, user-generated content, video content? Are the social medias being popularized by Google because they've got a format of content that Google wants to present? I'd say they have the breadth and volume of content. And with having the understanding, you can pick out easier what the winners are for it. So I'd say it's less of Google trying to reward that and just by them being able to further understand the content more and more, they can reward the higher quality. So any of these sites, obviously, it's going to be high volume, but I wouldn't say that it's more in the sense of like a deliberate intention to increase them. Like it's all about 
how they're able to take their inputs and then improve the results that they get from it. And so if they are seeing that people are staying on these sites or wanting to go to them, that's going to be a positive signal that would then feed into their algorithm. So Tyson, it seems like everything is up and to the right with social media as opposed to streaming, which was a U-shape down and then back up. You know, is everybody winning in the social space? Are we, you know, hey, how's Reddit doing? You know, give me a sense of <laughs> if this a universally applied uh, uptick in social media visibility. It's not. And actually, for the most part across the social, we saw um, weakening performance of a lot of the social platforms. So two that were the most pronounced, Facebook took a pretty big hit this last month. We didn't see a ton of change from them previously with the core algorithm update. But ever since the end of June, we saw them just consistently lose market share for it. So if we went at end of June, they were at 18 million. Now they're sitting just above 16 million. So pretty substantial drop from Facebook in that regard. And then the most pronounced one was Pinterest. And they started out the month doing all right. But then just this last week, they lost 20% of their visibility. So they had a really steep decline at the very end of this month. Now, is this uh, somebody forgot to update the uh, robot.txt? <laughs> Oops, we made a mistake. Our website got crushed. Or is this actually something that you think is algorithmic like what we saw with the rest of social? I mean, I haven't, I haven't done a full analysis on it. My intuition would say that it is the latter of the two. And the reason being for it is we didn't see it drop all the way down. So if it's like someone accidentally de-indexes the site or something, you're going to see a greater drop than 20%. So this one I would see is a shift and would be something that they should be taking quite seriously. I think anytime you see your site visibility drop by 20%, you should take it pretty seriously. So overall, we've seen uh, sort of a horseshoe effect this month in streaming. We saw, for the most part, things up and to the right in social media with the exception of Pinterest. Tyson, one of the things that's been sort of on everybody's mind is what's happening in the economy. And, you know, we've seen Walmart and other major retailers, Shopify specifically, like their actual business performance is really suffering. We've kind of seen a big reshuffling. Talk to me about what you're seeing that might give some sort of an indication of how the economy is doing. Are there any industries that pop out in your mind that are kind of consumer spending or sort of the the health of the economy? Yeah, two categories in this area. I was interested to it too. Hey, how are some of these websites responding with interest rates, things like that going up? So real estate and the auto market were two that I looked at. Overall, it was positive in this sense. So looking at the larger players in this space, starting out on kind of like the real estate side. So looking at Zillow, Realtor, Trulia, Redfin, saw growth from all four of those domains. Nothing too substantial. It was a little bit softer in the beginning part of the month and then sharper increase just this last week. So some of the largest gains were from Zillow and Realtor that jumped up 14, 13. 12.5% for a realtor, 14.2% for Zillow. So overall, some positive gains from like this. I don't know if I could say that this is a reflection for like consumer demand or anything because we are using a monthly average search volume in this sense. But as far as the, the health, the SEO health of these websites, positive signs for July. 
Okay, so we're seeing positive signs for the real estate sites. Maybe that's not an indication that people are seeing an increased value or velocity in purchases. But if nothing else tells us that there is more visibility from the site, which would in some way indicate that there's more demand. Any other sort of consumer spending? We saw real estate. Uh, obviously, that's a big ticket item. Maybe what's happening in the, the automobile or the car section? Are you seeing similar results? Category, not section. Yeah, we have seen similar results in this space. And I think these are interesting too, because obviously they both have a play from like an industry health perspective of like, where's the economy at? But also site structure wise, these are these these aggregating type websites. So regardless if you're aggregating home prices and things like that, or listings in that sense, or used cars, it's going to have a similar kind of like strategy or structure to the website. And within the cars, saw some change as well. I would say overall, everyone had a pretty pretty solid month. The one that had the most gains was Auto Trader. So they saw about a 13% increase for this month. The interesting kind of shifting of top position, cars.com also had a good month, low single digits from their growth. But Kelly Blue Book had stronger previous June. And so they created a little bit of separation. If we went back two months, Kelly's Blue Book and Cars.com were neck and neck for the number one position. Kelly's Blue Book gave a little bit of a separation and is technically kind of a different structure type of website. But whether it was Car Gurus, Auto Trader, Cars.com, we saw growth from all these domains. That's really interesting to me. And I know that you can't necessarily say, well, there's more demand for these products or services, whether it's real estate or housing, but we're seeing generally more visibility in some of the higher ticket items and everything we hear is, well, consumer spending is kind of being pulled back. I saw an interesting article this morning, basically saying that people are buying mandatory goods and they're stocking up on perishable goods, but they're not buying COVID era type things. Nobody's buying their back patio furniture. They're stocking up on paper towels and groceries. But then we look at these big ticket items and it seems like there is more interest and demand the world is a very strange place right now. So Tyson, let's cut to the chase here. Give me your winners and losers for the month. Well, Ben, does this mean that I need to start stocking up on toilet paper again? I don't know if you need to start talking, stocking up on toilet paper, but you might want to start keeping an eye on real estate because apparently everybody else is. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So my loser of the month, I'm going to go with Pinterest. Obviously, I mean, Facebook had a rough month in the social space, but seeing the growth from Instagram, TikTok, some of those other ones, I mean, Instagram, especially from like the image standpoint, seeing that 20% decrease, I think is quite alarming. So my loser this month would be Pinterest. I'm going to go with my loser of the month off the board. I'm going to call out Shopify. Had some layoffs. I know business is a little tough, but the SEO team at Shopify was impacted. And uh, anybody that's over there that is starting to look for work, we're here for you. Uh, the Voices of Search and the SEO community wants to make sure that uh, that you can find work. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're affected by the layoffs over at Shopify, feel free to reach out. We'll try to help you find a, a landing spot if we can. Tyson, let's end on a happy note. Who's your winner of the month? Yeah. And actually, love that last piece, Ben. Certainly, I would same offer from my side too. So if anyone from that uh, needs a helping hand, feel free to reach out to myself too. But winner, I'm staying within social and TikTok. I mean, if we look at where they were end of May, beginning of June and where they're at now, 
I mean, just from the numbers, they were at 209 and now they're at 1.05 million. Really, really strong growth there. So they would be my winner of the month. Going to go back to the beginning of the podcast. My winner of the month, Tyson, it's you. Tyson Stockton living in the lap of luxury in Vail, Colorado at a suite in the Ritz-Carlton with your pink fuzzy slippers and your fancy robe. Everybody, SEOs can be successful people. And Tyson, you're my winner of the month, buddy. (laughs) I appreciate it. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you for listening to my conversation with our winner of the month, Tyson Stockton, co-founder and educational partner at Previsible. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find him at the Ritz-Carlton or you could visit his LinkedIn profile, which is in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights, in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 